0: I just want to say listening to the your fan favorite section on Breaktime on West Side. Welcome to Breaktime on West Side, your number one breaktime podcast coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is Sir Denver B, and this is the fan favorite section, episode number sixteen. So as usual, on the fan favorite section, I will take a deep dive. Go in, ask you what it is that you want me to talk about. I sample your questions. I look at some of the things that you wanted me to rehash from previous episodes. And I also do a deep dive into some of your lives and we discuss some shit. So I might as well start with the questions because I just have like two today. But these are the pretty, pretty heavy. Uh, so first question. Hi, I seem to have a lot more female friends than male ones. I even barely have guy friends. And some people seem to be calling me gay now. Is it bad to have friends that are all female? Uh, Yes, yes, it is. Uh, You should probably go get yourself checked by your nearest therapist. There might be an issue. You might be interested in dick now. Uh, So my young male friend. uh, Yeah, you all need to know what. Yeah, you know what to do at this point. Anyways, I'm messing. I'm completely messing. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. That isn't, at the same time, yes, you do need to get some male friends. Uh, You have said that you barely have any male friends, and it is understandable. But at the same time, you know, uh, having female friends... All right, let me just outline the full benefits of having either. Having a lot of female friends is good in an emotional sense. You get in touch with your more feminine side... You get to learn more about some of the issues that women face. And it does kind of help you go a little bit further and find out, you know, what it is that they want as women, some of the stuff that they enjoy, some of the stuff that they absolutely hate about guys so that you can be a much better guy. And for me, as someone who actually does have quite a number of female friends, I can say for a fact, I've probably been a much better guy to a lot of gals because I have a close group of female friends around me. That being said, advantages of having male friends, you do get to learn more about being a better man, especially if they're the constructive type. You do get to learn more about being a better man. You get to learn some of the issues that men do face besides just your own, so that if you face it in the future, at least you might know how to handle it in one way or another. At the same time, you know, you get to do a lot of guy bonding Cause girl bonding and guy bonding is very different and and you probably know that uh right now. So I would say, you know, you do get to learn to be a better guy and you do get to speak on issues that you can fully relate with as opposed to girls. Girls are some things that you can relate to the others that you can't, and a lot of times there's stuff that you don't relate to. Uh now, cons of either. Uh the first con of, you know, being Having a lot of leading friends is pretty much self explanatory you're going through it right now. some people might think you're gay uh and you do get to pick up some of their behaviors you know, People say that you are the total sum of the close group of friends that you are with, so if you have a lot of female friends, you will tend to have some tendencies that are in some way a bit more female also I've been told and you you might end up... Yes, you might end up being labeled as gay. Like, you were being labeled as uh, according to your text. But at the same time, it does kind of make it a little bit harder for you to get girls. In a sense, I don't know. Like, there's this whole thing of, yes, you know, if you have a lot of girls, and you can attract more girls. But if you're only around girls, then it starts becoming questionable for you as a guy. Because... There's a certain level of uh, quote-unquote macho man that you're supposed to have and chilling with girls, not in a bad way, but it kind of drops. It kind of doesn't bring it out as properly as you'd want it brought out. Now, the cons of being with guy friends alone. uh, You will kind of lose a sense of how to relate with the opposite sex. That one's... Straight up easy. Like, it becomes a hell of a lot easier. If you've only been chilling with guys, as a guy, even you know that. If you've only been chilling with guys, you only go out drinking with guys alone. You only, you know, just meet up, play FIFA or watch football or watch whatever sport it is you want to sport. Basketball, Formula One and the likes. And, you know, you just chill with guys. Speaking to girls becomes a little harder because you tend to approach things from a very guy-ish perspective uh other cons are you do become more susceptible to toxic masculinity uh for those of you all that don't know what toxic masculinity is google is your friend dictionary.com is your friend but the short version of it is you're pretty much doing some things or saying some things that you perceive to be quote-unquote manly or you're refraining from doing some things that uh wouldn't be considered manly Because you want to maintain a certain appearance of the man. Of which in that case, you do become a little bit worse of a human being. Let's be very honest. And especially when it comes to social skills. Uh, But for the most part, I don't think there's much of a problem though. There shouldn't be much of a problem with you having a lot of female friends. Just get a couple of male friends as well to kind of balance the scale as well. It helps a lot. At least you get both sides on the whole uh, table and if you have both sides you can balance stuff out you get to learn a hell of a lot more from both sides and you get to have a i'd say a more neutral view of the world that you're living in now on to the next question hey why don't you guys care about your women when you have sex y'all are just about getting off and then you're done uh, my previous experience involved a guy that didn't make me come even once over the period that we were in the relationship and he was just looking forward to his pleasure and not mine. Why do you guys do that? Oh, yeah, that one's also pretty simple. Uh, we're just there to come. Like, we want to get off and then disappear. Like, first of all, ours has an easier indication. You know, if white stuff gets out, you know, we've gotten off, we're done. Ours also requires just one orgasm as opposed to yours where y'all are about, you know, you can have two, three, four, if you're genie maybe you can have nine. And, you know, we're a lot easier to handle. Plus, y'all don't exactly tell us when you're coming. Y'all just come and it's silent. And then, you know, you expect, especially if it's like a colorless fluid, what the hell do you expect us to know? So, yeah, we have to look out for our best interests because looking out for both myself and and yours as the woman just looks like too much work that's the easiest version of it anyways uh that is what the most ignorant person would probably say uh for me because i like to care about people i care about the fellow woman i'm i'm equalist like that if such a word exists uh a lot of guys do kind of lack the care for their women whether it's a friend with benefits, a one-night stand, their girlfriend, their wife, uh, their, I don't know, random bang partner, if such a thing can ever exist, they tend to ignore the feelings of the other person because it's almost been a thing for us guys. You know, it's been seen as a reward system for us because as men, we've been brought up over time to think of sex as a reward rather than a privilege in a sense so a lot of guys will make sure they do everything possible to get to the point where they're in bed with a girl and she's naked and she's like you know what you can get in and then they finally get in after as in for them if they've crossed the border point where it's like all clothes are off and you can stick it in They've handled the achievement and they never really think that far beyond that. Uh, So because of that, it becomes a massive issue for the lady because this guy will go, he'll hit it, he'll hit it. At some point, he'll be like, oh, damn it, I'm about to finish. And then, you know, if he doesn't want the kid, he'll just pull out or he probably has a condom on, he'll finish. He gets off and he leaves because, well, like I said, it's been used as a reward system for guys. Rather than, you know, things like a privilege. Uh, so if it's being used as a reward system, that's how it usually tends to look like, and that's how a lot of guys have approached it. And it's it it's almost the same way there's guys who when they get a chance to have sex, they just hit it. It's just pa 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 like they hit it with as much vigor, as much energy, as much power as they probably can. Because they feel that that's what satisfies the woman most. You know, you hit it till you quit it. Because I won't even lie. As a nigga. I can probably say this. uh, There's a manly feeling that you get with that. You know, like when you're hitting it hard, there's a manly feeling that you get. And as much as some women actually do like it, I don't think all of them do. Uh, So I would say, you know, not all guys do that. If you've had a string of guys who've done that, then I'm sorry. You should test out your dating and intimacy pool with more men. And you will learn that there's men that actually do actually care about the woman and making sure that she gets off. Because I think I speak for quite a number of men when I say that whenever it comes to sex, it's usually good if you make sure that she comes first and then you come after. Or ideally speaking, Both of you come at the same time. It's a very interesting ideal and it's hardly ever achieved naturally, which is why sometimes people just have to calculate that shit. But it's a lot better for guys in general. When you see it coming from a lot of women that, you know, men don't care about making the woman come, they just want to hit it and then leave. It doesn't feel that good. Which is why, if you all go down of podcast episodes that are there, you will find that, you know, there's the talk. There's the talk part two. There's the talk part three. Those specific bits on Battle of the Sexes actually do get into, you know, having sex and the bits that are involved within it. Because I'm going to be straightforward. I have heard of instances where guys actually even skipped through foreplay or they made foreplay last like one two minutes and then they pretty much just took clothes off and they expected to stick stuff in i have expressed my my dislike of the fact that sometimes foreplay has to take forever so that y'all can get stuff moving because you know there are times when some of us are in a rush just saying but at the same time i have still come out and said that you know if you are going in with your shorty, make sure you're and to get that foreplay down right. Because if it's not done right, you go in and there's going to be a ton of friction because she won't be as wet. And then she's going to end up bleeding and then it's going to become a mess. And I'm not talking about period blood. I'm just talking about regular blood, like regular, regular blood. And it's not going to end up going too well for the both of y'all. Because now it starts becoming this whole issue of y'all stop, the drive ends... And you all are busy asking yourselves, oh, what the hell happened? Are you okay? Are you fine? Blah, blah, blah. And if the nigga doesn't care, he'll be like, oh, damn, I think I've done too much. Where's his clothes it disappears. That's how trashy some niggas are. But I will tell you for a fact, as a man, if you are doing it, get the foreplay down right. You go in. Try and make her feel as good as possible. So when you're getting it done, because guys, we know. These shorties don't like to do a lot of the work. As you're getting it done, you go, you get it done, you put in the effort and, you know, you make sure you come afterwards. And, you know, you make sure you feel all good afterwards because you're happy, she's happy. Hell, you can go back in again. Unless it's one of those one-stand situations. Which is why I constantly tell people, just listen to my podcasts. You'll know more than enough when it comes to going and helping yourself as well as, as your fellow gal that you're probably smashing or dating, how it is that y'all can do stuff behind closed doors, you know, between the sheets and all. Like, I've been trying to tell people, you don't have to hit it that hard. Sometimes you don't have to hit it that hard. Like, fine, yes, there are some shorties who are like, chapailale, lale, or for those who need a direct translation, you know, hit that thing right. They are obviously expecting that but it's not like that's what it's supposed to be all the time like yes there are times when what she wants is fucking and there are other times when what she wants is making love which is why i will tell you sometimes play around with it a little bit and when you actually think about it you don't even need to put that much energy into hitting it and i'm saying that as someone who takes an interest in much thicker ladies Imagine trying to carry a BBW, and hit it. Do you know how much work that is? Like, I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. Like, BBWs are amazing. You know, if you're thick, and you're curvy, y'all deserve a hell of a lot of praise from me. You know, mad shout out to you. But I will not try and make it seem as though y'all are light. Uh, being heavy isn't a bad thing, to be honest. But at the same time. You know, there are some things that you can't do with a much heavier, thicker woman. As opposed to a more petite, much tinier, much lighter human being. That is a fact. Regardless of how big and buff you are. Like, there's a, there's a level of carry them, but there's still a level of fatigue that you'll get to. So, obviously, there's some things that you can and can't do with them. Now, imagine using up your energy, trying to hit that thing. Like when you put in that energy, you will be tired as a motherfucker. And at some point, you know, you leave. You'll probably go back to your your, your ends, and you're gonna be tired as hell. Of which, let's be honest, you could have probably saved yourself fifty percent of that energy, maybe even sixty percent, if you didn't hit it as hard, if you didn't want, if you didn't have to go and try and show that you're the macho nigger, that you're the man, that you're the big guy, and all of this. It's not really worth it. You're not really trying to show it to anyone but yourself. And I feel as though that ego is a little too misplaced. So if you're gonna hear it, you don't have to be that hard with it. But you know, if you're busy wondering when you should take it hard or when you should take it nice and gentle, I think the best one is just ask her. Ask her what she wants. It's a hell of a lot better, that communication is a lot better, and at the end of it, y'all leave when y'all are happy. Unless you choose not to give ahead, then 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 that's another story. But anyways, it has been me, Sir Denver B, busy answering your questions on Breaktime on Westside. If you guys want to hit me up with some more questions, some more of that feedback on our IG, it is at Breaktime underscore Westside. The Twitter handle is at Bagaka the D. And on Facebook, it is at Breaktime on Westside. I will see you guys later.